Hey guys, just a fun little note before we start. Um, I'm sure you'll notice in this episode that the audio quality is not super great. Um, we had to be virtual for this one, so our various audio situations were bad. And then my entire track started just clipping for no reason. Um, for some, I don't know what happened, if it was a noise gate, but just, uh, just bear with me, okay? Um, sorry about that. <laughs> and back to the show. Previously on The Last Tapestry. And you just flip out of this fucking infernal, humvee jeep th abomination, which then crashes into this bronze-plated, incredibly heavy door. So the plan is to throw open the doors to the exhibit and then face step in between them. So the Marigold is able to steal the whip away from Piper, just basically yank it out of her hands. Is Mona just soloing the, the main bad guy? Basically, yes. I will say they're at one hit point. It's not looking good. Mona's going to say, is this artifact really worth your life? More than you know. With their movements, they are going to grab the idol and fucking bolt into the code check room. Well, we can. I don't have a whip, so. I think it's time to find my friends. <laughs> they have spell slots. <laughs> oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. must venture through your separate exhibits now um, that you are stuck in in order to find a way out. But Mona is free of her exhibit, um, standing with Piper's spyglass, who is now unarmed. If you'll remember, the last things you said to Piper was, was basically just what the Marigold said to her. You're just repeating that again, ca calling her out, even though you did also just try to steal the idol. So, um, so that is the, that is the energy of the, of the, of the room right now. And before you can say much more than you already have, you are joined by Aria and Willow, who, uh, hurry into the coat check. So, they're there now. So, is, is Mona saying anything as they arrive? Um, okay, first of all, she's gonna change the force fields to autumn. Okay. We'll just say you're back in, in, uh, actually, no. Hold on, I think I have a new yeah, one. Yeah, I think you changed it. I did change it. I'm afraid, actually. I just didn't want Mona to keep it. I didn't want Mona to keep being mean. She doesn't have to be mean, she just can be sad. That's true. You are so chill, and you want to share these good vibes with everyone. So, intermittently, you will share happy thoughts with other people, such as 
like you the feeling of when you make something into when you throw something and you make it into the basket or the fe- or the feeling of a fresh baked cookies yeah. or just remember guys there are puppies in the world yes. just happy thoughts someday your pizza will come someday your pizza will come yeah you've got some good vibes and you want to share them like they're just good yeah like little you guys have already chosen all the happiest things in the world now i'm gonna have to think of some less happy ones this basically turns mona into like an instagram inspiration page (laughs) yes yeah yeah (laughs) yes yes that is that's what that's what happens to you right now or like one of those like those signs you see in like some like people's like kitchens or it doesn't really make sense that it's in a kitchen she's just like live laugh love every time something happens that's bad yeah (laughs) when it goes oh Arya and willow it is good to see you safe uh yeah Arya says i guess um wait i thought you were going to help the one who wanted to return the idol not the one who stole it that's not very punk rock of you I just wanted to touch the idol. And then, you know, what happens, happens. Willow's going to say, uh, what were you going to touch it for? To cast identify? Couldn't you just do research on the idol? Because that, that person was going to take it out of here. Uh, because this is not where it belongs. I mean, no one's asking me, but the stepping stones have kind of been stepped on enough, I think, and this idol is is from there. So I think, you know... I just wanted to ensure that it had nothing to do with the rift. Uh, don't worry about what I mean by the rift. Uh, and, uh, that's all. Well, I must admit, uh, that, that's a little bit scary, but, um, I, I think... I think it's important that whoever studies this is the people to whom it belongs, you know, rightfully. I, th- I think, you know, I think I think that person had a point. And Piper is going to say, we were just studying it. We wanted to take proper care of it. We only wanted to see what the connection was to the rifts as well. It, it's not... It was found not far from a mining town that had been abandoned. It was the last place my ancestor, Marigold Spyglass, was seen. I think she was onto something. And I had to find out what. Okay. Well... I think that everyone has good points here. I did not want to... Look, I saw says this person was going to hurt Piper, which I was not a fan of. And I also thought says this person was made a good point. It was a morally complicated situation for me, but I did just want to touch the thing. And honestly, everyone's kind of harshing my vibe right now. <laughs> Willow says, that's all well and good, uh, Desdemona, was it? Uh, but this seems like the sort of thing that if you wanted to know more about, you really should have talked to the people of my arena. Um, but anyway, speaking of my arena, uh, while you were summoning your car, I, I went looking around the exhibit. Um, I think this exhibit connects to the title triumvirate, which is the one near the back. Um, there are some other people back there, aren't there? That came with us. Who went to who went to that one? I did. Well, oh, Cordelia did. Yeah, okay, okay. And Marjorie. Uh yes, we should we should probably go there soon. Alright. We can see if we can find them. Um, because Ari and I saw some thing fly uh, up along the ceiling. Uh so we should probably stick together if we can. Agreed. Mona's just gonna say, make haste, like we're heading to a bookstore on the day that's your favorite book series released a new book. All right. 
you know, I do I do love heading to the bookstore on, on new release days. So I suppose that is a positive way of, of looking at this. Thank you. <laughs> Mona gives a thumbs up and starts walking. Willow seems just confused, but she'll she'll just go after you. And I guess so does Arya. And uh Piper as well. You've you've got everyone in tow. Okay. Meanwhile, in the tank of the title triumvirate exhibit. Um, the party, consisting of Cordelia, Marjorie, and of all people, Atlas or Catechus, make their way through the enormous underwater diorama of Cascada. To emulate Cascada being so close to the surface, there are lights at the top of the exhibit to evoke sunlight filtering through the top of the water. There are many specialties here in Cascada that remind Cordelia of home, considering how close Cascada is to her hometown of Oshana. There are vendors selling underwater street food, such as cucumber and seaweed, but the true call to home comes in the form of a restaurant. Um, I don't want to say the name now. <laughs> I feel like a dork. Um, uh, I believe. Is that a restaurant? I think it just kind of reminds me of a franchise back home. It's called Siulato. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Marjorie is just like, oh my god, I am so in the mood for food. This is perfect. Do you like seaweed? I mean, I don't know. I probably. Uh, I don't know how do I eat. And she like references the diving like oh. thing around her head. Like she's like, <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't think I'm going to be able to eat now that I think about it. But uh, well, wait, is this like restaurant, like an actual restaurant inside with this tank? Like, or is it just like a front? <laughs> it, it just, yeah, it, it looks like it. It's set up to look like it. Got it. An elaborate exhibit. Um, can I, can we go just closer to it? And, and yeah. check around. Yeah, so this, just so you get a better idea, this tank is huge. It's the whole size of this floor of the exhibit. And there are tunnels that go through it mm. that um, release back out to the main walkway that leads to the exit. So um, there are tunnels just so you can, like, not have to be in the tank, but you can still see the city from all angles. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what you're going through, is, like, in order to get through certain parts of the exhibit, you'd have to swim over these tunnels. Got it. And, um, yeah. So, so similar to, like, when you're in an aquarium in, like, the shark area, and there, there's that tunnel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's really cool. Um, all right. Yeah, I think we would head over to the restaurant, and I guess I would turn to Atlas and be like, so, like, have you ever had Lato? I don't know if you've had that wherever you're from. Wherever you're <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, now I have to make a, a decision. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think? Do you think that they would export like seaweed to the uh, as far as like Arcadica and and uh, Arcadica? Maybe it is like a major export of Oshana. I think it it is one of the things that Delhi grew up uh, like farming. Yeah, I would think it's kind of one of the main exports that come out from where she's from. Cool, cool. I, I will say, I can't. I don't think I can pronounce Lato on like a normal day, but I definitely can't in Atlas's accent. So <laughs> it's totally <laughs> um, fine. So don't, ex <laughs> so don't expect that. Um, but yeah, he's just like, oh, well, yes, I have had it. Oh, I think it's about as delicious as anything else, really. I don't eat much uh, anymore. I think Since in, I've been underwater. I think in common it's called sea grapes, uh, Marjorie. So, I mean, kind of is what it, it, it sounds like. It's like little popping, like, bubbles of, of ocean that is made out of seaweed. 
I'm not describing it very well, but like I'm totally, it totally tastes really great. All you need is some tomato and some cucumber and, and, and some onion and you got a great salad. I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah. As you say this, she's just like, she's like, yeah, no, I think I'm kind of hungry too. And as she lifts her hand up, you can see there is another ephemeral turkey leg inside of it. It's like that she's holding in her hand. Hold on. And she points at Atlas and she's like, the, are, are you doing the thing again? Like, this is the thing, right? Deli, this is the yeah. thing. Yeah. This happened before. That's the thing that happened in the circus that we were like, and then Maya showed up. And then, so I guess Deli like looks around for Maya again and he's just like, are you, we're not, are we in a dream? She like turns to Atlas and she's like, are we like, are you, what's going on here? Uh, Atlas is, Atlas seems just as confused as you both do. And he's just like, uh, I am, I'm not sure. I'm not the one doing this. Um, this is new to me. I suspect this means that there is a dream wraith around. That's, uh, that's the only thing that I can uh, assume. Another dream wraith? There's more? There's well, multiple? yes, there are. There are many dream wraiths, um, around. N- normally not in the city, uh, this is, well, this is just a fun turn of events, I think. You could get your own dream wraith. I could get a replacement dream wraith. This is a day of opportunities. Uh, okay, pause on the dream wraiths. I think they are their own person, thing, creature of their own. So I don't think anyone should own another creature. You're not, we're not in an adoption kind of situation, right? Like it's. Oh, it's definitely not an adoption situation. Okay. You do become one person. With the dream wraith. Is that what happened with you and your your friend that I hurt? Friend? <laughs> I, w- I will remind you, he is not my friend. But, yes, we were the same person. We are the same person. Even though he has been horribly murdered in front of me. And, and technically, like, kind of brainwashed you. Yes, that also. But not exactly. He didn't brainwash me. He just made me different. Right. Okay. So this is now a tank of trauma that we're, we're swimming in. <laughs> so, uh, great. This is great vibes. I'm, I think Deli's a little bit panicky and she's like looking around to see like what her thing is like popping up. If like, if Marjorie has a turkey leg. Can you eat that, Marjorie? Wait, no, you have a tank. You have a thing on your head. You can't even eat anything. <clears throat> As if to illustrate this, she taps the turkey leg against the uh, the diving helmet. And she's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but as you look around, you do notice these beautiful iridescent bubbles that start to kind of just like, they're just following you around. Like in an anime, like some bishoujo shit. Like you just got <laughs> bubbles now. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, that's weird. Just, I can I go and pop one? Is that like a thing I could do? Can I interact with? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. If you if you go up to pop one, you pop it, and it and it and it pops like a bubble would, but it they look so pretty, like they look like uh, above world bubbles, but they're underwater. Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. I was just thinking about bubbles like a minute ago, like I often do. So. <laughs> That would probably do it, says Atlas, who is, uh, blowing up a balloon animal? (laughs) 
It, it, does, it also looks weirdly ephemeral, like the turkey leg and the <laughs> bubbles. Um, but that's what he's working on. He is working on a balloon animal. He's like, I ended up with this. What uh, what animal do you want? Oh, uh, can you make a seahorse, I guess? A seahorse. What a very normal thing to ask for a balloon animal of. What you, you want? Wait, I don't know. Like a sword? Is that easier for you? A snake, Alice? We're in a tank trapped. <laughs> You're asking me what Fucking kind of balloon him. animal we want. We need to get out of here. Like, there's a dream wraith that apparently is going to torture us or or befriend us. I'm not sure. Um, you just like, well, a dream wraith isn't going to torture you he says trying very hard to make a seahorse hold on <laughs> oh that's not bad i don't know what you what skill is that dexterity for sure dex probably okay well he he did he got above 20 so he's just like a dream wraith is just well it's just a, a dream creature just like anything else except a dream creature <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just i don't encounter a lot of dream creatures often, so it's kind of unfamiliar. So we don't have to worry about getting hurt by these creatures? What What do they want? It all depends on the dream wraith. Morfalt wanted me to forget about what had come before and be happy. Uh, but that did also mean that he often gave me dreams of the things that I had to not be happy about. So that I remembered that I always needed him to remind me to have fun. They're not healthy all the time, dream wraiths, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, maybe this one is. There's well-intentioned dream wraiths. There could be. It's not like what you want, like, them wanting you to be happy is a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. But, I mean, it's kind of manipulating you in a way. So that's also not a great thing. Yes, uh, it, it does seem like it's a bit of a bad thing, but you know, I guess let's keep moving. Here's a seahorse. And he, he <laughs> gives you the seahorse. Oh, it's so cute. Wait, how did, how well did he do? He did like 22. Oh, good. shit. It is yeah. so good. <laughs> it's a really good, it's a really good, this he's a good like clown. A really amazing seahorse. Like, how do you even learn how to do this, Alice? I was a clown for many years. But, like, this is, like, next-level shit, my man. You are... You could probably make a whole career just on balloon animals alone, I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he blushes at that. He's like, I will try to remember that um, the next time I'm looking for uh, a new career. Thank you. <laughs> so you keep walking through the city, and you notice as you go that um, that Marjorie is just... Her breath is taken away by this place. And um, and maybe you can't tell very well because she is wearing a diving helmet. But she does keep kind of lagging behind and like looking at things more closely than you and Atlas do. Um, can I so also see, like, can I just like hang back and be like, so what you looking at? Oh, here. like, uh, just this city. It's, uh... It's really pretty. I don't get to be in cities very often. Obviously, I'm in the monastery oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, I um, mean, I kind of grew up in a place similar to this. It is really cool that it's all underwater. It's definitely different than anything above level. 
Oh, yeah. Th- that too. That part is really interesting. How do you eat food? Mostly raw, but we do, ha- I guess back home I have like a kind of a vent system where we take like the thermal vents and like heat up our stoves so then we could have at least warm food, which is pretty cool. That's, that is pretty cool. Um, I realize I mostly talk about food, but underwater I'm just so, I'm so, how? What is the logistics of this? You're like a, <laughs> uh, you're like whatever the opposite of fish out of water is. Um, there you go. I, I am exactly the opposite of that, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But no, I just mean any city, really. Like, it's just nice. There's just like a, a energy to it, I guess, that's just different. There's people here. You've never stayed anywhere else but the monastery before? Not for a long time. It's not like we get paid a lot at the monastery. We mostly just live there, so I don't... I can't really afford the city. Oh. Well, I mean... I don't know. Are you How attached you are to the monastery? I mean, it is kind of like your home. But I guess now that you're part of our team, I can show you around more to, to all the different cities that I've traveled to while I was on tour. There's tons of places that would be so cool that you would love. There's like one city that I went to where everything's starlight. Uh, and another where I'm just making up the shit. No, <laughs> no good. Great. Go on. That just like has a huge windmill and that is what powers that whole area. And if you stand in front of it, it looks like really cool because it looks like you're in a music video and your hair is blowing in the wind. <laughs> and I think you'd really enjoy it. That sounds so amazing. I'd love to do that. Like I, I would like. Not just because, you know, you're cool, but, like, I just, I really want to see more cities, more people, I guess. And I guess that is, like, the energy, you know, of a city is from the people. But Yeah, like all the different kinds like, of people you meet, too. Yeah, I'd like that a lot, actually. Well, back home, every, like... I think I said every summer we have a festival that's like pretty huge. Maybe when this is all over and we save the world, I could like totally just take you to this festival and we can like party it up and I can like show you around my hometown. That's that would be really cool. It is a pretty big city. Um so yeah, just you know, we gotta get out of here first and also stop the world from ending. That'd be That'd be good. Yeah. Probably. And as these two are talking, we will cut back. So yeah, we are back in the Advancements of Dysis exhibit, and all of you are going through a vent. Um, after everything that you've just seen and everything that you know now, you are crawling through a vent, trying to make your way through the exhibit so that you can find your friends. As you go through the vents and exit into the storage room, you definitely notice that something weird is going on. Because the moment that you leave this vent, there is, for just a moment, like a long spectral form that shoots through the room. Like, shoots through the top of the room and through one wall and back out through another one. Um, So it's no longer in the room with you, but you sure as hell saw it. 
Well, that's probably not good. Yeah, no. Uh, Amaranth's like, what was that? Uh, well, you know, that's a that's a that's a fun question. That doesn't normally happen in a uh, in museums. No, Elijah. No, it doesn't. Probably a ghost. <laughs> a ghost of all these stolen artifacts, maybe. The ghosts of the stolen artifact. They're they're not haunted, Elijah. They, it's just you don't know that. Okay. Well, they're just they're just items of historical relevance. They're not stolen. It's from Dysis. I mean, maybe these aren't, but there's at least some that are, seems like. Okay, like the the idol out in the other room, you're thinking. Yeah. T- your your idol, Papa Spyglass, seems like just a real piece of garbage. What? The, she isn't, though. <laughs> She's just a researcher, and she does a really good job. Garbage researcher. <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss the part where she uh, not only just sort of stole this religious artifact from the people it belongs to, but is also working with Alora Lockhart. Mm, yeah, okay. She is working with Alora Lockhart. But maybe she doesn't know how bad Alora Lockhart is. I'm working with the police and you talk to me. I, I don't think it's this situation. I wish you wouldn't work with the police. Um, you should you should quit. You should burn down the precinct. <laughs> no! <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, you probably won't, but you should. Okay, well, I definitely won't, because we we need them around to, to help. Regardless. To help who? To help. There's to a, help who with what? There's a, there's, mm, there's a mob in town, Elijah. What do you think to help with? Oh, to help the mob out. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> they do help the mob out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean... Elijah isn't lying. He's not. He's not. Um, but Amaranth does put his head in his hands for a moment and just goes, Ugh, you don't, you don't understand. It's to, to you know what? I'm not going to have this argument with you right now. All right, we'll have it later. Um, we should, we should stay, uh, stay on our toes, I guess, whatever that was. Hey, it didn't, it didn't attack us, so it seems fine. <laughs> it's a friendly ghost. I... It's a friendly ghost. <laughs> I, I guess. And you look around, and then in this room, it is a storage room. So it's got a bunch of artifacts from Dices, some of which that while you guys were arguing, Coniferous was kind of just like bent over and studying. These seem to be more like independent inventions. So it's just things that... that I definitely don't want to call them Rube Goldberg machines, but they're they're like... <laughs> They're just like clearly meant for one person who wants one thing done. So like some of them <laughs> like some of them are just specifically like there's a little like a little dome that might be for like just literally just to be a foot heater. <laughs> Cuz there seems to be some kind of heating system in there. There's just like a lot of little things. They're very like use specific. Yes. So there was very unitaskers, as Alton Brown would say. There you go. On goodies. (laughs) Elijah joins him in looking at these things, and he's just like, Well, what's all all these? Uh, Well, these are probably more, um, these are inventions from some of the artificers in, um, in Dysis. There was an explosion of, of invention. Um, many people just sort of made anything that they could once... You know, once we were in days of peace, we no longer had to dedicate so much time to building, you know, 
weapons and things like that. So we focused on making literally anything else, I suppose. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of creativity. Yes, I specifically like this one. And he like he points to like this. Honestly, I think it's it, it's it sort of looks like a fondue machine, but it's got like a few extra gears on it that just simply don't belong there. And and he's just like, that was an aesthetic. You can't really hold it against them. But I like this fun. <laughs> I like the aesthetic. It's you know it's is that, a, is that a fondue pot? I think it's a fondue pot. But I you know I really like it. I like fondue. You know. Uh, Melted cheese, what's not to like? So, and he points to uh, he points to a door at the end of this. Um, there's actually two doors. Um, so he points to one of them, though, and he's just like, should we go through that door? Uh, I don't know what, what's going on. Since the ghost side, I'm not entirely sure myself, but uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's see if we can get through there. Maybe we can. Yes, the ghost did seem to go go in that general direction, and um, you know I don't. I don't know if we should. <laughs> I don't know if we're going towards the ghost or away from the ghost, but I'm gonna go towards it. I, uh, I suppose we we will have to. Um, they should have had a ghost light in here. That's uh, that's uh, it's important. <laughs> Does that thing really work? I think so. I, does it not work? I don't know. It's a go. I've never heard ghosts are allergic to lights. <laughs> I'll have to ask someone who knows more about ghosts. Oh um, and I guess he he opens the door and holds it for the others. Okay. You guys step through this door out into, it is a curved hallway. And um, it's like, it's dimly lit. It's got like those lights in the floor, you know, like it's, this this clearly isn't a hallway that's used very much. Um, so you, you go through this curved hallway and there is another, there is an archway that opens to a little maintenance walkway. And beyond that, you can see a diorama the likes of like a theme park. Like you can see in the, in the, just beyond this maintenance walkway, this catwalk, you can see a city. It's like a built up little city with that same aesthetic that you noticed on the inventions that were back in the storeroom. So that's what you see as you are like walking out onto or into this curved hallway you can see a catwalk and then a huge diorama turns to coniferous and he's like is that a a, a city from Dasus? uh yes i think it is um i believe it is anyway that's a little exciting um i, I should come to well, that is exciting i should come to museums more often i think um this is very fun i didn't know they were so uh they were so uh intricate inside i would have been here years ago yeah i thought they were more boring than this oh well i did too um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah you guys are you going out onto the catwalk yeah okay can i get you to roll perception for me i guess amaranth also can no. he's capable of it oh that will be a unholy 20 as you pass through onto this catwalk um behind you you notice that coniferous is kind of like slowing down and then he stops strangely like and he seems to like as you turn to look at him he just kind of seems like he's not moving like there there was light in his eyes a second ago and it's turned off and he's just standing there stock still oh no oh no oh no amaranth we killed him <laughs> oh no Wait. The greatest, the greatest oh, no. uh, director, and we've killed him. Wait, oh, no. uh, we killed him? What are you talking about? 
This is too much excitement for his heart. How did how did how did we even kill him? He says, and as he's waving his hand around, he stops and realizes he's holding a rolling pin in his hand. And he's just like you murdered him with a rolling pin? Oh my god! Did I? <laughs> I don't I don't remember hitting him. Did I black out? Did I kill Coniferous? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I think you killed Coniferous. You're gonna have to burn down the police station so they don't catch you. <laughs> Eli, you little shit. <laughs> he uh, he goes over to check on Coniferous. Okay, as as he goes over to check on Coniferous, he would also notice in his uh, his hand he has a, an ephemeral sword, and uh, Amaranth points at this and he's like, "That is that's the murder weapon." I <laughs> oh, what? You... No, this is look. <laughs> <laughs> People bleed when they're stabbed. I don't see any blood. I don't see any dents. Oh. So clearly, he didn't die by a rolling pin. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think he was behind both of us. So probably neither of us killed him. But so you're being a dick then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know it'd make you fall into a genuine panic. <laughs> How often do you accidentally kill people, Amaranth? It's never happened. Do I need, like, have an intervention? It's never happened, but I've never had to shoot a dream worm at a circus before either. This is all new to me. Yeah, he just, he's, I guess, tries to shake Coniferous to see if he, like, comes to. Yeah, you, you go to shake him, and he it feels just solid. Like, it feels like his joint's, like, locked up, and just, like, you try to budge him, and it'd be like moving a statue. Like, you can tilt him a little, but he's quite heavy. And uh, for minus one strength, probably not much. <laughs> yeah, no. He's just like, I'm not um, I'm not strong enough to move this man now. Uh, do you think he... It's like, it's like he's taking, taking a little Warforged nap. I don't think they do that, but this one's doing it. Yes, he, he does uh, seem to be. So, uh, what are we going to do? Like, maybe if we both oh. carry him, we can both move him we can try we can try okay roll, uh, roll strength with advantage because amaranth is helping you it won't help it won't help um 13 13 um is a is above average it is uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> two men above average for one person <laughs> you know uh so <laughs> You're able to kind of move him. It's like whenever you're moving, like, you're from apartments and you have to, like, both carry something incredibly heavy. You guys are struggling. But uh, you are able to kind of manage and you get across the catwalk. And as you get further out onto the catwalk, you can see further into this diorama. This diorama has two large, like, portions of the city. And right in front of you, there is a gondola. And there is a river going in between these two big portions of the city. There's also, like, a bridge ahead of you. But, um, yeah, right in, immediately in front of you, in front of the catwalk, there is a gondola. And there seems to be an animatronic inside of it who usually, presumably when the exhibit is functioning, would be, like, doing a rowing motion. But he is, he is still in quiet for right now.
Hello, museum guests. Welcome to the Metro. This is Danny, your automaton. First up, we'd love it if you'd follow us on social media. We like to post announcements and art, and what better way to keep on top of all that than by clicking that follow button. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Last Tapestry and Instagram at b.last.tapestry. We also have a link to our shiny new website there, thelasttapestry.com. It has links to our Discord server along with art and bios, and we know you'll want to see that goodness. Want an NPC named after you? Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. We don't do a ton of marketing for the show, so word of mouth really helps us out. If you're leaving a review, please make sure to list your pronouns so that your character better reflects you. And speaking of fans, we want to give a shout out to the Space Lesbian Book Club. If you're here because you like queer fantasy, you'll love SLBC on Twitter. It's a weekly-ish recommendation of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror stories by and about queer people. Every story is free to read, there's no need to commit. Drop in and out as you like. All genders and sexualities are welcome. Check them out at twitter.com slash slbc underscore reads. That's it for our intro. We'll get back to the show after a word from our fellow actual play control group. Bored of D&D? Want to try something else? Why not check out Control Group? We test systems so you don't have to. Using our patented mini-campaigns along with one-shots, we test how far you can stretch systems with our unique ideas and broad storytelling. Our mission statement is to give a voice to those not often heard in the TTRPG community. So whether it be a system you've never heard of, or our testers being people of color, people on the LBGTQIA spectrum, we want to make sure our stories are broad, vast, and told from different perspectives. So whether you want classic role-playing or just big goofs, come listen to us try out systems, some of which we've even made ourselves. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, or head over to controlgrouppod.com. That's CTRL, just like the key on your keyboard. There you can find the systems we test, along with easily accessible PDFs. So check us out if you're into Monster of the Week, Passion Dallas, Passionis, uh, Saw of Fire and Ice, Blazers and Feelings, Gunsight, Void Worlds, Wizards and Wands, Stranded, Interstitial, The Last Shonen, and so much more! Now that now that Coniferous has shut down mysteriously, this city feels ominous to me. I guess should we get in the gondola? I I guess. Uh, do I do I need to keep this? And he like points at the at the rolling pin. What is this? Why do I have an ephemeral rolling <laughs> pin? <laughs> what happens if he tries to throw it and then does it go away or does it come back into his hand? You could I don't... try. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like the answer I'm going to give. But it reminds me of when the girls and I were at the circus before you came. Atlas put everyone to sleep. And we got some sort of dream friends that showed up. And Marjorie's dream friend was a turkey leg. Um, <laughs> My dream friend is a rolling pin? I don't even get a person. I get a rolling pin? <laughs> I got a sword. Okay, that makes sense for you, though. You're... You're not... You know, like, rolling pins? I like them fine, I guess. I just don't like the implication that baking is my only friend. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to hold on to the rolling pin? You can hold the sword? I don't know how to use a sword. It's fine. I'll just keep the rolling pin. <laughs> Let's get it. We just stab with it. I don't want to stab anyone. Oh, I thought you meant... The rolling pin. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> You're just with a rolling pin? It's multi-purpose. Okay, so you guys are getting in the gondola. Yeah. This is a struggle. 
um, because the gondola is, <laughs> is pretty close to you, but you you do have to like really work to get Coniferous's unyielding body into it. Um, so to see, God. so honestly, to see how well that you both do, can you roll strength for me one more time, also with advantage? Okay. <laughs> the amount of times you make Atticus roll strength just seems very amusing to me. Oh uh, hell yeah, that's a nat twenty. Nice. So a nice. Holy shit. So a nineteen. <laughs> a nineteen. So you um you are able. To, you, you've totally gotten the hang of this, actually. You're not struggling. You know how to manhandle this Warforged now. So you oh, pick God. him up, and uh, you get him in this boat, no problem. And Amaranth is working with you, and he's impressed. He gets into the gondola, and he's like, I'm surprised we were able to do that. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I am too. <laughs> I think, well, you know, maybe we're getting muscles. I guess maybe. Or maybe it's teamwork. The power of Teamwork. <laughs> I like how you hesitated before that last teamwork. That feels right. Um, and maybe it is. Maybe it is teamwork. Oh, it's definitely teamwork. I was not moving that man on my own. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is going to take the ore out of the animatronic's hand carefully. Like, it is very clear that, like, uh, Amaranth is a scared of this animatronic, but he doesn't, like, he tries not to say anything about it. He just pulls the oar out of his hand, and he's just like, uh, so you, um, you wanna, you wanna row, strong guy? Or you want me to row? I can, you know. Yeah, I will row. I can, I know how to do that, for sure. <laughs> he takes the, takes the oar. Okay, so, Mona, we return to you in the Islands of the Moon exhibit. It looks exactly the same as before, except now there is a broken-ass door that's probably <laughs> still, uh, still like, sparking in places after you crashed a huge vehicle through it. Yeah, there is that plaque in there. There is a hallway in there that leads further into the exhibit. That's where you are right now. What's Mona up to? Yeah, I go down the hallway further into the exhibit. Cool. And, uh, and your party follows you until you pass through... An archway, and suddenly they don't follow you. Uh-oh. You notice that you're suddenly very alone and have been for the last few paces. And when you turn around to look, Arya is asleep on the floor, Piper is asleep on the floor, and Willow is slumped in her chair. Oh no. But you have an ephemeral book now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just what you always friend. wanted. What's what's the book? I don't know, Mona, what is the book? It's Pastry Making 101. Aww. There you go. Now you Here I was going to Here I was going to say Jebediah Jones in the case of you're really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um Mona is going to go and try to shake them awake. Okay. As you, as you go to try and shake them, they don't move. I mean, they're breathing, obviously, but um they don't really move. And you notice they hit the ground a lot harder than the people at the circus did. The people at the circus just kind of slumped and were in a stupor. These ones are out. Like, they are asleep. She places Bustle on, on Willow's chair and says, Okay, you guard Zem. I'm, I need to go further ahead. Uh, Bustle chatters, like, upset at this and, like, runs in little circles. <laughs> okay, Aww. she takes Bustle with her. I mean, Bustle, Bustle, like, seems to think that you're not getting what he's trying to say. And so he like mm. jumps down onto the handle of the wheelchair and then waits for you there. You think I should take Willow with me? 
He just chatters again. He's not, he's, you can't understand him yet. Yet. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. I take Willow with me. Okay. It's somewhat comforting to have someone else in the darkness of this exhibit. Because it is a very dark exhibit. As you're going through it, you do notice that, like, there is a lot of... What is the downlighting called? Spotlight? So it's a spotlight. There's a lot of spotlights in this room that are, like, featuring different aspects of it. You can tell that there are more fun rooms further down, but this room would seem to be dedicated entirely to he who was. And sort of, it's like... It is a tale about, like, the, um, the rivalry between the Exarch of He Who Was and Selyum, who they refer to as Our Lady of Stardust. So yeah, that's what, that's what this whole room is about. And as you're going through it, you hear a voice from behind you, and it says, Oh, it's really dark in here. Are you, you come to museums for fun? And you turn around, and it's Asriel, just an ephemeral Asriel, standing behind you, looking at all of the m- murals on the wall. He's just like, there's angels in these, though. That's cool. <laughs> uh, does he look like his current half-devil self? I guess that depends. What is the Azrael that lives rent-free in Mona's head? Uh, I think as he currently is. Okay, then yes, he looks like uh, he looks like Eurys. an Aranese, yeah. Um, Mona's gonna be like, what are you doing? Oh, it's his dream wraith. Okay. Yes, I come to museums for fun sometimes now for the first time ah looks like all your friends fell asleep that's normally what i do in boring situations (laughs) (laughs) it's not boring it's interesting it's about angels and gods your favorite stuff i guess that is my favorite stuff but also it's uh they're just like paintings and stuff you know so it's a little boring okay well it's nice to have some company even if you're not real what do you mean i'm not real (laughs) I'm not real. <laughs> uh, nothing. So, um... Yeah, he writes this off. Oh, as soon as you say nothing, he's like, <laughs> must be nothing. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> that would not be my reaction. One of my friends told me I wasn't real. I mean, <laughs> You're not as real, so... <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, well, um... I guess let's keep having a look around here. Can I roll like investigation to see if there's anything of interest in this room? Either either a secret passage or just like l- interesting lore? Yes, uh, but it will be different depending on what you want. It would be investigation for a secret passage. For lore, I feel like it would be maybe insight because you're trying to see what here is would be important to you. It's juicy. All right, I'll try. They're both the same. I'm going to try insight. That's an 11. An 11 total? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Better than average. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I think you glean the same amount that anyone coming into this exhibit would, which is, importantly, that um, the exarch of He Who Was has a contentious relationship with Selyum. So, um... Yeah, I think they would know. They 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 know that this is the devil. So like basically this this room is just about the dichotomy of you know, Selyun and this this like fiery sun figure um who they portrayed as the devil. That's basically what you see. All right, I'll look for a way out. I'm going to roll investigation. Okay, okay. 
This one's very 18. simple. Oh. <sighs> I feel bad that you rolled so much higher on the one that's very simple. That's life. That It truly is, isn't it? Like I mentioned, you can see through an archway further down, you can see that there is a... There's like a general setup. Like it looks more fun over there, as I said. Like there is like an exhibit in the other room that is more brightly lit. But you also see a small maintenance door to the side of that archway. It's like tucked away. Okay. Both are good. First, we're going to poke our head in the in the big room. Okay. In the big room, it seems to be... It's not super big like these other exhibits I'm mentioning. It's like a big circular room. Which leads to another room. It's kind of like Ikea, where they have those, like, whole <laughs> sections where you get totally lost. You're getting a similar vibe here. And this one, this room would seem to be evoking an island with, like, a fishing theme. So it's like there are, you know, there's a lot of, like, fishermen animatronics and things like that. And then there's, like, displays who ha that has, like, you know different like throughout the ages different like unique techniques that they used to fish and there are like plaques talking about fishing as their main source like their economy and whatever so that's that's what you see about in this room okay i guess you go through the maintenance tunnel okay you open the maintenance tunnel it is slate like gray in there and lit with blinding white light honestly after how dark the previous room was but you but you enter in there as you're as you're going in there there's not there's not a lot to see but there is a map on the wall which has mm. all of the exhibits on it including this one and the maintenance routes that lead to all of these different exhibits what is the closest one to me the closest one to you is the title triumvirate but the connection is down in the second floor basement but i can get to it from here or no you should yeah it, there's a connection from here i will do i will go there i will try to get to the title triumvirate cool as you're i mean as you're going you kind of realize that there is like an intersecting exhibit that you might run into, which is on the first floor basement underneath this one. There is a small exhibit on the dry wind desert. So you see like there is a an exhibit on the dry wind desert. You don't know what's in there unless, of course, you are familiar with dry wind desert. You can roll history. Not a high DC on this one. 14. Yeah, you know that this is where a lot of dinosaurs live specifically so like you'd know this actually because your dads also ride dinosaurs they ride raptors as well in fact they were in a raptor gang i guess you know more than a raptor gang because like you need bigger dinosaurs for bigger people so you're they were just in a dinosaur gang which is like a motorcycle gang but even cooler so um so you're cool. you're very familiar that the dry wind desert is mostly where dinosaurs are located okay i mean mona would normally love to go see some dinosaur skeletons and stuff but she's trying to find her friends, so I will continue on. No, that is what I'm saying, though, is that that exhibit is on the way down. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so, so she has to dinosaurs Yeah, she has to pass through that. Okay. That whole mess. Okay, cool. I have Asriel. I'm going to ask Asriel, have you ever seen a dinosaur? <laughs> Here is the thing. is This is an Asriel that you know, so if you don't actually know the answer to this question, he would just give you the answer that you think he would say. <laughs> So you can't find out any interesting lore from these dream NPCs, but you can just ask them questions and he will respond and say, yes, I love dinosaurs. They are my favorite. <laughs> that does sound like Asriel. Okay. I guess let's just keep going. Um, yeah, she keeps going. We're going to the dinosaur exhibit. That's so much fun. Yeah. I hope your friend wakes up because that one is not boring. 
Maybe Z excitement will wake her up. I hope so. I'd hate to miss dinosaurs. I hate for your friend to miss dinosaurs. Everyone should see the dinosaurs. Period. Everyone should see the dinosaurs. So he follows you um, enthusiastically into the Drywind Desert exhibit. Cordelia. So yeah, we, we cut back after that fun conversation that you and Marjorie. You and Marjorie had. So Cordelia, you finish talking to Marjorie and you're walking through Cascada. And you've never actually been here, I don't think, right? Right. But yeah, it just gives you a lot of memories of home and kind of makes you feel nostalgic, I guess. And then really miss kind of what you left behind. Because naturally, you've been really focused on your your pop career for a while, but you also don't want that to get in in the way of your family and and what you left behind. Right. So, as you're walking and kind of feeling a little emotional about all that, you swear you can hear your mother's voice from behind you. Oh no! Did you? I turned to Marjorie. Did you hear that? Did I hear... could have sworn or heard... Like, did you hear a woman or... Yes, I did. And I've been trying to ignore it because I am scared it's a ghost. What What do you mean? You've been... You've... What are you hearing? Uh, 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 and then she, like... She starts to, like, elaborate. And meanwhile, this, this uh, ephemeral person comes up next to you, puts a hand on your shoulder, and it's just like, Hey there, kiddo. Uh, funny seeing you here. Mama, what are you... What are you doing? What are you doing here? Like, I thought you were at home. Aren't you? Aren't you back home? I got the day off. Like, why wouldn't I spend it with you? I mean, you. I mean, you normally spend it together with all of my other siblings. That is weird. Wait, who's taking care of them? What? Wait, hold on. Good question. Is everything okay? You get the feeling that things were chill a second ago, but then you started freaking out at this dream woman, and now she's like, okay, I, I, I'm pretty sure I put a. Did I put a... I called it. I called a babysitter. I'm sure someone's taking care of them. They're self-sufficient by now, right? I... I haven't... I haven't visited in a while, and I, I know I feel really guilty about that, but I hope you've been getting my... my the checks that I've been sending you, right? Oh, yes. I, of course I've been getting them. Thank you. you. You don't have to do that, but it's... I appreciate it. Any... anything to help. I mean, I, I know it's kind of hard on your own. It is. I just... I wish I... I wish you didn't have to do that. I wish... I wish it could be the other way around. I could be helping you, but... No, I, th- I think it's part of my responsibility, and I'm happy to, I think. I just, I really miss you guys, and just being down here really reminds me of home, and now I'm a little homesick. Well, don't be homesick. I'm right here. And she hugs you. Does it feel like a hug hug? It kind of feels like a hug. Like, they, they, this person kind of feels like they're there. And Marjorie can see her, too, yeah. right? In... Okay. Oh, and then so Delia's like, I guess, like a little teary, and she like wipes around, wipes away a tear, and then she's like, oh, <laughs> she's just like, I'm sorry. Uh, Marjorie, this is my mom. Mom, this is Marjorie. Uh, she's my friend. We're friends, right, Marjorie? I was just like, yes. Oh, I, I'm, yes, yes. Sorry, <laughs> I was, I was very excited, and it's hard to emote in this diving helmet. Hello, Mrs. Cordelia. <laughs> oh. Cute. You can't. We can't scrounge up any potions of water breathing from your for your friend, or I mean, unless I could dream it. Can I try? T- is there anything we didn't look for that? <laughs> I guess uh, before we dived into the water, <laughs> I guess Atlas is like way ahead of you at this point, but can somehow still hear you. And um, it's just like if you can dream it, you can be it. He like he's like I'll go f- <laughs> find something. I probably, and he like hurries into 
a building. Atlas is also under the autumn force fields. <laughs> <laughs> Atlas is always under the autumn force fields. Yeah, that's just his vibe. Oh, that's Atlas. I guess you haven't really seen, or I haven't really told you about like any of my new friends. I haven't really had time. No. Uh, to do so. I figured you'd send a, a letter soon. I'd like it if you send a letter soon. Give me a call. I know. I Yes. I've been meaning to. I swear I have. I just have been. I'm going to use the sending. I swear. I, I know I told you that I was going to try to be good and not use the sending. But I'm going to start using the sending. I know. It's just life has been crazy since I, I broke up with Nalo. So it's just trying to get back on my feet. You know how that might be. How have things been about that? How do you feel about that? I mean, kind of just been avoiding the problem until it shows up. Well, it sounds like you got rid of the problem. The problem being, well, Nalo's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of still lingering there. It's We were together for so long, and I don't know, there's just no, I don't think there was actually any closure. Kind of just left him, but he kind of deserved it. It's complicated. <laughs> it is, but you know, as long as you're doing what makes you happy and you're following that song that's in your heart, that's what matters. Oh, it's really good advice that I'll probably not follow. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest about it, kiddo. <laughs> have you ever been to Cascada, Mom? I I have been. Could you? Would you say that's probably where she met Delta, and that's how yeah. you got your yeah. Yeah, it's just like so much like home. It's just so weird that I've never visited Cascada before. I mean, I know it's not too far from where we live in Oshana. We tend to be busy all the time, but... Yeah, I know. But I think, you know, one day you'll be able to come and visit. It's a nice place. Cascada's not really part of where Oshana is, though, right? They just seem so similar. It's pretty close. I mean, you can see Cascada from Oshana, so a lot of the imports are the same. Atlas comes back, and he uh, he does not seem to have a potion of water breathing just yet. But he is, he does come with news, and he's just like, Ah, oh, startling news. Maybe a little bit startling. I did see a dream wraith, I think. Uh-oh. Like, just like Morphal was? Like, a dream wraith? It doesn't seem to fully be present here, but it does seem that it is around. It's floating around. That explains the turkey leg and the... And the balloon animal and my mom and it explains me says mona a dream mona who comes out of nowhere oh <laughs> and then marjorie's like holy holy shit it's so good that mona wasn't here for this what is going on i just we saw her drive a car through a door and fight a mass thing but like no no she's here okay wait no she's a dream mona i have to like separate these things in my brain she's a dream mona yeah it's um and then she, Dream Mona is just like, what do you mean I am a Dream Mona? I think I'm real. And then Marjorie's just like, can can everyone stop saying they think they're real when they're not? I It's giving me a complex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is really weird. Why do they just keep, sh these things just keep you showing up, Atlas? Do you like, is this just like a side effect kind of? Of just not sleeping and like whenever a dream wraith is next to you? Yes, it's it's portions of your own subconscious emerging into, well, reality. It's strange. I, I clearly don't know much about it myself. I was not expecting you all to be awake whenever I was doing it before. I actually don't even know why I'm why we're awake. Didn't you say you think it was the tapestry? I did, but I'm not sure. Like the tapestry is protecting us? Yeah. Or I don't know. 
No, um, it could be that. I don't know. Meanwhile, Atlas is just like, I have no idea what a tapestry is. It's a it's a blanket kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen a tapestry before, Atlas? I have. Oh, uh, mm. I thought this might be a different thing, but if it's just a blanket, then it is just a blanket. Usually, people can dream when they have <laughs> blankets. Do people not normally sleep with blankets? Do you sleep with blankets? Do you not sleep with blankets? I, I just slept for the first time last night in 18 years, so I don't know if I did it right or not. <laughs> okay, now I feel really bad. I'm just teasing you. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> so these dream rates may or may not harm us. They're definitely freaking our beings. And we're somehow trapped inside of a tank, right? That is the situation we're in. Well, we're not trapped in the tank, but we are trapped in the exhibit, yes. Well, yes, we need to find a way out, which is through this tank. <laughs> yes, but I did notice that there was a staircase going down outside, so maybe there's more floors to the tank. Okay, yeah, let's go see that. I do need to call my mom. I mean, she's right here, but I mean, like, I need to call my mom. Everyone should call their mother or parent or guardian. That is a good lesson to take away from this. I don't know how my mother would react, but I can give it a shot. Never bad to try and reconnect, I guess. I think my mom is technically Rowena, and I just lit her house on fire, so I don't think I'm going to be calling her. <laughs> Not even to say sorry? But I don't feel sorry, and I feel like she'd know. <laughs> what about to make sure she got insurance claimed? I thought you said that they for sure did. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Marjorie. You don't have to call your pseudo-mom. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to call my parent or guardian. Good. No. <laughs> okay. I guess let's um go. Let's just go down. Let's go find this weird down place that Atlas was talking about. Yep. We're going to dive deeper. So, Elijah, you yes. are also in water. You're in a boat. <laughs> He's in a boat. <laughs> He's rowing a boat. Yeah, oh, robots. he is rowing a boat with two robots in it. So can I get you to roll? Uh, we're probably using dex um, because you're probably using what you're best at. So give me give me a dex check, please. Yeah. No one call me on dex not making sense for this. That was directed at the audience, not at you. Okay, yeah, I wasn't going <laughs> to call you. I not call you on that. That is a unholy 20. Dang, okay. So... You're able to steer this craft surprisingly well. And as you do, Coniferous continues to sleep. Amaranth is just looking out at the diorama. And he's being really quiet for once. So I don't know if that's a blessing to Elijah <laughs> or what. But Amaranth is is being quiet. Uh, I think if, at first Elijah's into it because he needs to focus on steering a boat. A thing he's never done in his life before. So, But after a while, he's just like... Are you doing okay over there? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think so. It's just, you know, it's it's a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I know you get that. Uh, you've been doing this, but it's um, it's just a bit much. You choosing right now to have an existential crisis? I wouldn't say choosing. I I just I'm just having one, okay? Am I? I it's just push it down deep deep as it'll go, and just say it's okay. No. But it's okay. But it's not, Elijah. I think it's fair to just acknowledge that things aren't okay sometimes. Like, I don't need to be all together just to be in a boat. I'm allowed to just sit here and be weirded out by it. 
Maybe you should, I don't know, not bottle everything up. Mmm. That sounds like a dangerous path. <laughs> but it's not, I don't think. I don't know, when we got trapped in an exhibit, you had a panic attack. And I didn't, because, so... You know, okay, well, you bottled it all up and denied it. I did have a panic attack, admittedly, yes. But it's not because I don't bottle things up that I had a panic attack. I just have panic attacks, okay? They're not related. Okay. I mean, I guess, you know, it's, uh... I, I guess it's a lot, sure. Is there a particular portion of the it's a lot that is currently bothering you? Uh... Well, I guess this part is actually fine. Once I got over the initial fear, this part's okay. The boat part. The boat part is okay. I thought for sure I was going to crash, but I didn't, so we're doing great. No, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're doing great, and it's just, you know, it's it's fine right now. Right now is fine, but uh, I don't know. I think the Piper thing and, and, and everything else, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I guess I don't really know anything about this city. Except that it keeps getting destroyed. I mean, you know, there are... I think a lot of people don't really know anything about this city. Even people who have lived here their whole lives. Because I think a lot of effort goes in to keeping people from really knowing about the way things are. So that's... I mean, you know now. You know more than you did this morning. That's true. It's just, it feels like every day I'm learning something new about the city, and it's just so hard to, I don't know, to keep finding it out like this. Uh, I can see where that would be hard to sort of keep having your, um, comfortable illusions shattered. But, you know, you're, you like getting to the truth of things, right? Think of it as a mystery to solve. I do. I do like getting to the truth of things. That's exactly why this bothers me. That, that I just didn't know any of this. I, I thought I'd was good at, at finding things out. I found you out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't hiding anything. <laughs> I realize that now. You're quite a flashy, you're a flashy person. But you even said that I was able to get an important document away from you. So I could have found out so many things. I, I'm not, I'm not bad at my job. I, you're not bad at your job. I, your job's just not what you thought it was, I think. It's gonna be okay, Anna. Like, I know it might seem scary, but it'll be okay. Okay. Aww. I mean, do you do you believe that for yourself? Or are you just saying that to make me feel better? Do I believe that things will be okay? I think, I think that it might not... I will make things okay. And it might not be an easy path. But that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm gonna do, is I'm going to make things be okay. I, I think you will. And it, you know, it won't be easy. But you've got, you know, us here to help you. You've got me. I, um, I can help you move a robot with extreme difficulty. But I am still here to help. Huh. <laughs> I appreciate it. I really appreciate the hand with the robot, because that was not easy. Thank you. And, um, sorry that, uh, sorry if it sort of feels like the ground keeps falling out from under you again and again. It's, it's fine. You know, I mean... Like I said, you're going through it too, and I guess it's just nice to have uh, company. It is, yeah. You guys are making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but as as they're talking, you hear like from between the two of you this voice that says, "Elijah, are you in a love boat with a cop? This is weird." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.